Hello everybody here. My name is Ben Yuko and I am the president of the Zone 1 3 organization. And I would lovely to present you my community space on Zone 1 3 podcast media. So if you are very interested in hearing about sports, IT, and entertainment, let's hear these words. Ladies and gentlemen, Sometimes they're, they're listening crazy like the little thing like you. Guys, how y'all doing tonight? Good evening, everybody here. My name is Ben Yuko here. I am here. It's time for, for this podcast of the Sport Best in Entertainment, Sports, and IT. My name is Ben Yuko here. I am glad to be with you all tonight. To have a good time with you. To, just to, to talk about a lot of things. We're going to have a jam-packed show tonight. We're going to be talking about a number of... A number, a blending number of subjects. We're going to be talking about lots of things things tonight. And let's just get this thing on the road. So first, I want to... I'm going to start with... I'm going to start with Gopher Basketball. And you know, you guys have heard now heard that we were number 23 of... The NCAA basketball men's associates press poll coach polls. Now we're jumped up to number 17. This article comes from the Star Tribune today. It came out earlier t- this today. 
Beating the previous undefeated Michigan on Saturday, moved the University of Minnesota from 23 to number 17 in the newest Associated Press men's basketball poll. The Gophers remain undefeated at home with four road losses in the Big Ten, accounting for their 11-4 record. The next scheduled game at Nebraska is on Wednesday, has been postponed due to a COVID-19 outbreak among the core Huskies. Minnesota's next scheduled game is against Maryland on Saturday at Williams Arena. I'm ready to get that, ready to see Minnesota kick some ass there. So, I think, like, one of the big things, like I said, if they keep playing like this very well, I said, if Minnesota can play like this, I am seeing Minnesota Gophers basketball is a, not only a first round, I think we can possibly be at least get to the Sweet 16 or the Elite 8. If we're really can play well, Gonzaga and Baylor's maintain their grip on the top on the top two spots in the latest polls. If third rank was will Villanova ever play a game, it will make a run. Then the Bull, um, Bulldogs against rank up, but the first two place votes went to the Bears, while the Walker ran firmly behind the preseason top two despite not playing again since December twenty third. They have a pair of COVID-19 positives broken up by a single day, including one, including Coach Jay Wright affected sidelining them for a month. So basically, everybody has been getting that tough call. So it's just so I, I'm really excited for the Gophers that that have a good skewed thing like. So like I have a group of friends that are in the conversation in the comment section in that have been text messaging me about some of the big gopher gopher wins and having a big conversation. and I'm part of this conversation. I was just seeing and we're like we were like blowing about seventy five to fifty seven. So we got so have so this is one of my friends is saying about one of the way how he views the thing, and it kind of is kind of it makes it makes a lot of good sense about how the Gophers should actually prog- uh, think about this. It can it can take years for to get a program going. Foolish, impatient fans want to give the axe to someone like Glenn Mason, who was probably the best thing that ever happened to go for fo- football. Fraterna has the program going in up trajectory. Look at the recruit. He is consistently getting that. I said lock him up for four to five more years. Yeah, if you can start, if you can start getting serious recruits in here, because this is where the go. For his need, it's just it's just like go for football. It, it you gotta have consistency, and that's what the problem with go for basketball over the years is just it has a hard time being consistent, getting the right recruits, getting the right offense, defensive players that can actually make a balanced debate about working towards getting the proper needs and the proper mental stake that we need to have in the game because the problem is on the team is like 
they need to have better containment about how the mental state of the game could actually be. So, like, I, for example, let's say if I'm a coach, and if I wanted to be a championship winning team and potentially have more appearances in the NCAA tournament, I want to get the best recruits I can. I want to start getting top players. I want to start investing and give them, give them bigger offers. Say, okay, this is what our program can provide. We can provide you this, 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 this. Like we can go from A to B to C to D to E and, and go all across the, the, the party line and how things actually could impact the team. So I'm am impressed and I want to see something like this in the next coming years. So let's not let's not hesitate and not be just hating on the guy because I, I, think, I think one of my friends makes a great point about how we should actually think about that and not be testy about what kind of issues that could actually be brought to the table. So I'm liking the direction we are actually going with the Gopher basketball team. So let's 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 see if we can do a lot of good and a lot of have some great talent ahead. So now let's talk about wild hockey. I am so impressed. So impressed with wild hockey the last couple games. Last couple games, it, it, it just makes me feel like we are ready to see some things happen in wild hockey. And let's just uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's have this discussion. Kill Kaprizov impresses all over the ice in wild de- debut. Huh. I am so proud of him coming back in the 4-3 comeback. And like I said, if he's in, in, I heard what I also talked to somebody at work over the weekend. He said it's found out that he's a rookie. He hasn't been really signed. He's on the team, but he's not fully signed to the team because we have to work the deal about how to get the why um to negotiate his contract because of uh, do with Sitter. And Prezi's contract that they have three more, both of them have three more years, and I think they are actually going to. I've heard some conversations that they're going to get rid of him, get rid of those two, because it's it's just it's too much money, and they haven't given us a champion, a wild championship. You gotta, you gotta get, you gotta get getting younger players. That could be fast. You can get some older people like have a mixture of older players like like the twins like the twins have. I'm gonna talk about the twins coming up. To bridge that bridge that actual gap. So my concern would actually be with the wild is we gotta be scoring we gotta have at least one goal. Hit those power plays. Because I I'm not liking the offense. You you're getting the you're getting the goals, but just you're not score. We're not 
getting we need to we need to actually pursue more on offense because offense is just we we're just having a hard time time and the biggest thing about I really think about what a strong team actually can be when you are actually putting a good hard team and putting it together is really it's really is like your are your power plays. Power plays you got you got to be so fast because you have like four and four and you have, you have different players to get into the power play the position and the, the the goal of that power is to beat your opponent and I feel like we're not hitting it hard enough on that because that's basically what why we're gonna that's what keeps our team actually losing. So I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate. I just think this is the way it has to be. It has to be. I have to give you that type of realistically so that also you got also Marcus jo Joanne Johnson with 11 seconds remaining in overtime on Saturday for the second goal. So he so wild just kicking ass. All, all the way, and we play Anaheim tonight, so we need to. We gotta get those wins. Those wins are gonna be very, very important to the actual Twins. Uh, as the win for the um for the Wild, so please stick with the Wild all season. Just stick with Gopher basketball all season. We'll be talking about it all around. So that's actually a big, 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 big. Thing up and you got to give it up for everybody on that part so my my next subject a little bit I want to talk about yep so now we have Ohio State uh, um, um, who do you think um they're talking about Justin Fields now, so they're so now he's now getting ready to be an NFL football star. So he just announced it. So that's why it's very much important. So now he just declared NFL draft capability. So Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields is heading to the NFL draft after two seasons with the bucket, he announced Monday. Fields made the official announcement on Twitter, right? My path to the Ohio State University, it was not a direct one, but I could not ask for a better fine destination. Fields played his freshman season at Georgia before transferring to Ohio State in January 2019. Soon after he received waivers to be immediately eligible for the 2019 season, in which he can pull up Record-setting number for the Big Ten championship, and was a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. So that's so that's so let's look at it. so Fields had five thousand three hundred seventy-three passing yards with sixty-three touchdowns and nine interceptions to go to 
867 rushing yards and 15 touchdowns. Fields is set to become the second quarterback drafted in the first round of three seasons after the school had none um, between Arthur Skelter and Dwayne Hawkins in 2019. So we got to give it up for that decision. So, and now the... Now, now, now that is also a big moment to have a strong companion and have a strong eligibility to have Justin Fields be ready for the NFL. So, I am so impressed of what he's going to do in this. So, so, so we got a lot of strong things to talk about. So let's, well, let's talk about the Twins a little bit tonight, because I think. I know baseball season's not up till, till April and spring training is coming up and the team has to report sometime in February. So I think a conversation like this should be in the realm of starting. I think we need to have this conversation a little bit. And the conversation, I, I personally think that everybody should really start focusing on is how the Twins have been doing in free agency. And it is it is a tough, 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 it's been very tough. Because we really, we, we really have to start focusing on Getting more pitching because it we lost we lost Jake last year we lost him Romo's gone we need some relief pitching relief pitching and, and I think that's like one of the real tough decisions right there and we gotta figure out if Brian Buxton's gonna be healthy Rosario's now gone so. You, you have all this, you know, all this situation, all this tough decisions that have to be have to be taken in consideration. So my biggest concern that I think we really need to be concerned of is who are the strong pitchers that we 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 could actually have have. So we got we got. Medina, we got Barrows, so we have like we got Hill Hills going on. So we so we really need to figure out. And then you have, then you also got Coley Stack Stack Hawk to be officially one of the the re, relief pitchers to do. So I think we feel like I people feel like according to Twins Daily 
that he should take the next step. So now with Trevor Mays, Roma, Tyler, Clifford is like all gone. Trevor May was just like a huge, huge loss going to the Mets. Met and the Mets are gonna be a lot the Mets are gonna be a lot better this year. So I want that to actually sink in. So like like I said, we need better, complete better restoration of the twins when it comes down to our pitching. Cause our pitching is gonna be hurting bad this year because because it seems that Chicago White Sox is a team on the rise. And that's a team that's going to be really scary because, like, Cleveland's going down. And believe we'll be, like, second-place team when you really look at the Twins this year. But that, but that's the team we're going to have to beat. So my thing is, is we have to really, really think, think, really think ahead for the future. When it comes down to pitching. So we need to have. And the one big concern also. Is the non-resignment of Nelson Cruz. Which he should have been resigned. Uh, resigned. For that for that great season. There's no way. We, we no way we should be getting rid of him. So I'm just I've just been waiting patiently and giving them a chance, but like we're in Jan we're in January. We really need to kinda kinda start moving when it comes down to pitching, figure out who do we got as pitchers. But I think it would be a, a solid average uh solid team this year with we got broker coming back, which that's gonna help a lot. So I think a lot lot and have a strong strong feeling. So I, I think that's that's gonna help a lot of the str strength about the twins this year. So I, I I really I'm really thinking about we we can actually do a lot of things. So then also they have like so we they also hear according to Twins Daily then this came out yesterday there are like ten the ten best twins targets among remaining free agents. So there's a lot of free agents on the table that they can actually get. I'm I'm gonna name you all ten of them right now that I think that I, I really think that we really need to talk. So we need to, so we need to add that. Okay. So we need to do something about that. Okay. So the first one is Drew Rick, Drew and Profer. So they also, according to here, it says. You estimated contract, give him a one year. The Twins need to add an impact player in the super utility role vacant by Marvin Gonzalez. Generally speaking, for my part, 
could bring in a new shortstop and sell uh, Jose Polanco into that role unless Minnesota can go ahead and get Jurica Profer. So, finally, he's a great match. Profer can play second base, left field, third base, first base, and even short in a pinch. He came up as shortstop originally. He's a switch hitter who doesn't like to, who doesn't strike out much. Most importantly, he seems to stay that asset. The former number one prospect in baseball has been late, a late boomer once considered, but he has improved dramatically since arriving in the major at age 19. He's coming out of a career year with the Padres. He turns 28 in February, and he could probably theoretically become a key part of Minnesota prime age new good. I don't think he will be chief as majorly TR project. But he would love to see the Twins land him in, in a multi-year deal as similar. So I I, I think that's yeah we need yeah, we we kind of we kind of need that 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 depth into the decision on how the Twins can actually try to pursue the Astro goal. So my projection I I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at pitching and. Pitching is one thing, so I look at pitching and a DH. Cause I, cause everyone can talk about shortstop. Yeah, that that helps the depth, but I think the Twins' major needs, it's really the DHing and the, the starting and relief pitching that I think that needs to be a little bit have to figure those. Those are the three particular fields. So, we actually are gonna need if the if the team is actually gonna so free agency is gonna help, but also we need to also build up our own. So we need to look into the we need to look into the draft to the draft some key players and start getting to some of those in the mind. And they have a lot. And I also someone else I got it. I know from work. My my job is telling me about a lot of the key important players that they also are getting towards. Better um, that they got a lot in the minors that we, we we're gonna be I'm gonna be watching that watching that really carefully in 2021 and and getting to that point. Jake Orozzi, so they're also giving him a three-year contract. So it's like I think that also needs another. That's another deal that we also he's a safe free agent and a. And I think he's a very good ace. I think that could help a lot to keep him on that. We also got some actually, but also, and he's only thirty. But you also need you also need strong. You need you also need strong. Um, strong pitching wherever it comes to critical ones. Like you need to be throwing like nineties, ninety five. Like we have. Young pitchers they have they come out from Tampa Bay and places like the Dodgers. They all their starting pitchers and all the pitchers and relief pitchers they all are pitching at ninety d d miles per hour or above. We have one pitcher that was like twenty one that pitches out of that we have that I think they were trying to trade that was pitching at a hundred. It's like this dude. If you can pitch at a hundred, that's that's somebody you want to get. Not only start him at relief 
serve him as a closing pitcher, then uh, like have a a relief pitcher, and if you, if you guys can rely on him, give him to closing or starting pitcher. You gotta you gotta have. And people say we should get rid of Taylor May. No, we should actually Taylor Taylor Rogers. No, we need to keep Taylor Rogers. He's a he actually is doing actually pretty good. So that's somebody we need to keep in close. So that's why that is another piece of topics I like. So let's also talk about James Plaxton. He also See, also, um, James Pluxton, so he's throwing at a midnight throwing season. So you got him out here. They just addressed him, Pluxton, for one year. Adriel, 10, Simon, shortstop. So Simmons, they got him. And then they also got Nelson Cruz, which we need to have Cruz. Because you gotta, you got to have a hitting. Because I think if we want to put Sano up to that at level, you gotta, you really, really, because we, because we, he, he's, okay, he's, he could be potentially in the future, but he's gotta, he's got, he needs more practice, mentorship, more mentorship, at least one more year, because we, Sano could do it. I think we can do, we can rely on Sano, but I think the issue I'm gonna have if, is, as is the is the is the non-focusing because he because he tends to strike out a lot, and that's like the big issue of him, not containing that actual way of doing. So, Trevor Rothrell, and he also is another t- Trevor Rothrell Ruffle. They also he's also another one that they give a high ninety and he can touch one hundred. He's one of the top league type striker adding him to late inning mix along with Rogers at Ty Duffrey. Yeah this is this is where the is this is where we gotta that could be actually another Roman placement. You got you got cats that can actually get low and 1.9 ERA rating, which we got Kirby Yates. We we gotta we gotta start. They got a lot of pitches that the Twins can get in free agency. I don't know why they're not hitting these people hard, because you guys. And this is his 2019 stats. To the Twins bullpen, you got 1.9 ERA. You got, you got uh, lots, of, lots of good. And he also is another another ninety pitcher. They they don't even give these people. Tyler Clipper, they should keep bring him back. Jose Quintana, he also is another one. He's above average ERA. So I think Fronters, you you really need to figure out how he can he gonna fit into this whole pitching in the roster. So you got to get that talent up there. So 
And then Kai Hernandez, he's also another fit that he can actually do some big things. So, left hand pitching, he's a remaining worse in a line, nice with mids and circumstances. So, we really. So, if I actually pick up all the 10 I just read off, I would pay Jake. I'll pay James. I also would do Tr Trevor Roth. Roth, though. Okay. So, that also should be the consider of making that athletic decision. So I think that's also big there. So those and Nelson Cruz. So I think the twins need to get going. Need to really get going about how they're actually making these decisions. Cause we gotta gotta think about this, guys. Gotta think about how strong do you want the twins to be this year. Alright. So let's talk about this. AEW situation. Let's talk about some of the big AEW stuff that I think for the New Year's Smash Night too. Let me give you my reflection. I think AEW huh, some good some good matches. She's she's I think kind of matches I kind of liked. So let me give you the, the rundown. Miro defense Chuck Taylor. The inner circle had their little moment. Now they set up their in per in, in inner match for next week for AEW Dynamite, which I'm I'm very happy to see that. But we're gonna see who's the better tag team. So I am ready to see that all go down. And then you saw the Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers do their thing so please that also is an, another great great decision great match there so and then the big the big one of the big moments is the waiting room with dr Bray baker oh, oh man red Val and jay cargill was just i want to see a match with those two to get those two take it on with at aew coming up so, at their special AEW beach, um, beach event coming up on February 3rd. So, I want that match also. And also, Serena Dib defeating Ty Conti. That was a good match, too. Also, with Darby Allen defeating Brian Cage. So, those were some few of the good moments of AEW. I think that also... So, so I want to see that Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker dirt match. So that will also be kind of like a sign to, to watch. So think about that in the heads coming up. So I'm saying it's like, man. So that's so I I would and also I want to see the Good Brothers. And Kenny Omega versus 
John Moxley and the Lucha Brothers. I'm all ready for that tag match. So I'm just making I'm just making a, a a projection. I hope that match happens. We don't we don't, but I want to see that match go down with AEW. So I'm so excited for that actual match to be so intense. So I hope we get those matches coming up on coming up big, big at. You know, they got an event coming up in February, which is this aid beach break. So I hope people will watch that. So I hope beach break, they can get that match. Like Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker. I'm, I'm down for that. That's going to be a big, huge match that can actually make the ratings go strong. So... That's all, all I have for you tonight. So, I want you all to have a good night. And I'll see you back on the podcast tomorrow with a Black Tank Building episode. So, have a nice night.